empowering you with strategies to succeed. This is Jen Tringale, and you're listening to the Jen Tringale Podcast. Hey, everybody, welcome to the podcast. My name is Jen Tringale, and wherever you are listening from today, I'm so glad that you decided to be a part of the podcast today. And I'm really excited about our guest. We have just had some amazing opportunities with the guests that we have had on this podcast and hearing their stories and what God has dropped in their heart has just been amazing. And we love hearing the feedback from all of you about how it's inspired you to just pay attention to some dreams in your heart, to do things maybe you you might not have had the courage to do. Love every bit of it. And so today is going to be no different. This guest that we have today is someone that I have known literally almost your whole life. Yes. And just watching her life, just growing up, but then stepping into really quite a lot at a young age and I'm just so thrilled to have her on, and what she is about to share is going to ignite some things in your heart. So I want you to just kick back, grab a cup of coffee. If you're driving, listening to this, this is a good time for your Starbucks run, but pick back up because I know some things are going to be inspired in your heart. So I want to introduce you all to our guest, Michaela Rowe. Thanks for being on the podcast. Thank you for having me. I'm so honored and so excited. This is so, so cool. So, Michaela, just to throw a few things out about Mm -hmm. you, you really spend most of your time serving the vision of Destiny World Outreach Center Mm -hmm. in Colleen, Texas, a church that your parents and really you, your whole family, started how many years ago? 20 years ago. We celebrate 20 years of ministry, actually, this week. That's amazing. Yeah. So, you have literally been front and center to watch from the ground up right. this vision being built. Yeah, it's been an honor and a privilege to do that with my family and be a part of the whole process, not just seeing now the reward of you know where the ministry is at, but yeah. growing up in it and growing up in that covering and in that lifestyle has been my favorite. Yeah, absolutely. So we should say too, like you come from quite a lineage and a yeah. legacy of ministers, but... Really, just people that are so passionate about God Mm -hmm. and the things of God. So your aunt, Leanne, is a dear friend of mine. Mm -hmm. It's kind of the way that I met your family forever ago. Mm -hmm. Leanne Sosby, she was on staff at Kenneth Hagin Ministries for years. And I feel like, because I just saw her last night, we have to mention your incredible grandparents. Yes. You have incredible grandparents on both sides, Mm -hmm. but I know the Merrill side on your mom's side. And your grandmother is quite a prayer, isn't she? Yeah, she's a prayer warrior. She has been the backbone and pillar in our family, for sure. My grandfather was too, who's now in heaven, but they have been the backbone, like I said, in our family. But one thing that I'm just grateful for is... There, yes, so many years ago, and how you were just saying mm-hmm. the legacy of that is I know that where we are today as a family, or just even myself, I know is because of my grandma's yes, so many years ago, wow. and my grandfather's yes. And knowing that they were strong enough to say yes so many years ago, trusting yeah. God with the vision in their heart that He had put makes my yes easier. Yeah, to know that you know, yeah, God rewards, and so yeah. 
I'm grateful for them. And they laid the groundwork for your yes to so many things, which is what we're going to get into. I mean, it was your yes, obviously first to Jesus. Right. Because just because you're raised in a Christian home, at some point, you have to say yes to Jesus for you. And then yes to whatever the call of God is on your life. Mm -hmm. But then, Michaela, one of the reasons I was excited about having you on today is because your yes to the call has been a yes to so many different things. Yeah. Even outside the obvious of like, okay, I'm a PK, and so Mm -hmm. what's that going to look like? Your yes has started at an early age mm-hmm. in a lot of different directions. I'm so excited about you sharing your heart about that. Give us just a quick snapshot just at the church at Destiny. Yeah. What is your position there right now and what are you overseeing? So right now I assist my mom full-time in women's ministry, mm-hmm. but then I run our girls ministry called Hershey Girls and then I oversee and now was just recently placed as director over our entire worship creative department and so I'm just running with that full time and loving every minute of it. It's amazing. But, yeah. And we should say that that department is no joke. It's like, yeah. isn't it like over a hundred yes, people that you're it is. overseeing? That's just in our English department. We have a Spanish worship team and worship department. We have our youth and our young adults. It's amazing. So, yeah. And Destiny is really, I think, among many things, but mm-hmm. I, I believe Destiny is known for its worship. It's always been like a calling card Mm. of this church because it's something that your mother pioneered and she's such a worshiper. You all have done worship projects, but I think that when people think of destiny, it's like, and the worship is a big part of it. We're just standing on the foundation, honestly, my mother has built for all these years. It's awesome. We're just standing on that. And ready to go for 20 more years of Come on. laying that It's going to be so good. Okay, so Michaela, before mm-hmm. we jump in the deep end, okay, um, we like to kind of have a little bit of fun okay. with our guests and like do some get to know you questions. Yes. And I'm looking forward to asking you these because I know you have good taste. So we'll start with an easy one. Mm-hmm. What is your right now, like your go-to fave Starbucks drink? So I would say, if you asked me this last week, I would say the white chocolate mocha grande. Okay, oh. but it changes every week for me. Oh. So now it's a grande chai tea latte iced with <laughs> a sprinkle yes. of vanilla. Wow. So that's my favorite Starbucks drink. That is such a glimpse into knowing your personality. <laughs> Number one, the fact that it changes it every changes. week. I can't. And then when it changes, it's mm-hmm. nothing normal. No. It's like... It's a little extra. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Okay, so tell us that last one again. It's a... Chai tea, iced latte, grande. Okay. okay. With a sprinkle, which is, you know, a little bit of vanilla in it. And it changes the whole game. That sounds amazing. It's amazing. Okay. I'm going to have to try that mm-hmm. out. But I, I mean, that white chocolate mocha sounds pretty good yeah. too. You can't go wrong with any Starbucks drinks, in my opinion. It's true. That's a good one. <laughs> okay, what is a book that you're either reading right now or have read that was just like it got yeah. you? So my favorite all-time writer slash speaker of all time is Amy Dockery. Oh, she is. She doesn't play. I admire everything about her. The book I'm reading right now is hers, and it's called Unfollow Your Heart. So and good. And that literally has changed the trajectory of my life. Really? Yeah. One chapter specifically I'm living in right now is balconies and battlefields that she talks about and how to know the difference 
in your call of whether you're living a balcony mm-hmm. life or if you're living in the battlefield and how God's called us to live so and good. to be working in our destiny and our call out in the battlefield. It's been wrecking me in a good way. Yeah. Yeah. Unfollow Your Heart by yes, Amy Dockery. I would Dockery. recommend it to anybody. Yeah, she's Not phenomenal. just girls, but guys. I mean, it is a book that literally breaks down and yeah. answers questions even about yourself of why we feel certain things and what that really is. Wow, I love it. Okay, that's a good one. Okay, what is, and you're usually great for this, so okay. I'm, this is going to be great for our listeners. What is a product that you've recently come across that you're like, I, I tell everybody about this, yeah. it's so great. It could be anything, okay. makeup, whatever. What's one that comes to mind? So a few years ago, I started using organic coconut oil mm. from Sam's, really? which I'm sure like Kroger and things like that would have it. Right. But it is just organic coconut oil and so I take my makeup off with it I use it as moisturizer I even put it in my hair sometimes all over you know everywhere yeah and it has changed my skin it has changed everything about me which your skin looks amazing by the way thank you yeah but yeah it has literally changed everything so I don't use any foundation makeup wise anymore I only Mm -hmm. use tinted BB cream Mm -hmm. and of course a little bit concealer and things like that but Mm -hmm. the coconut oil has just changed my skin overall and I used to have really bad acne and dry skin things like that but it's just really wow and it's that's a great tip smooth and yeah so and I I would recommend that yeah and I love too that it's a natural Mm -hmm. product all ages it's just great for your skin organic coconut oil Mm -hmm. okay that was worth the whole podcast right there (laughs) people so this is one of the things that I have known about you and of course, knowing your your family for a long time, but watching you, Michaela, just starting to come in to your own, is that you have always guarded the capacity to dream big dreams. Mm. And not just dream big dreams because of your own ambition, mm-hmm. but dream big dreams for a purpose that was greater than yourself. And I think that's important when you talk about dreaming yeah. big dreams. Well, I mean, just outside of God, you could dreaming big dreams is great, but to what end? Yeah. Is it just so you can be better than everybody else right. or have more than everybody yeah, else? Yeah. There has to be a purpose attached to it. And that's what I've watched yeah. with you. And so there was this thing that began in you that I want you to talk about that even this year in 2020 is about to go to another level. Take us back to the beginning. It's connected to this movement, what I really call a movement with Hershey Girls. Tell us about how that began and take us on that journey. Okay, so I was about 16 years old. and Which, um, how old are you now? I'm 23. 23 people. 23. Okay. So I was homeschooled my whole life. Mm-hmm. My, not my whole life, but Rock you know, on homeschoolers. Thank you. Appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. So I was homeschooled in full time ministry with my family. However, I never felt divided from the world in the aspect of like I never felt disconnected mm-hmm. as if I was missing out on anything. Yeah. When it came to, I've always been a people person, my father's major people person. Mm-hmm. So I knew at a young age that I was called to, to just impact God's people and, and serve God's people and his, yeah. you know, his house and things like that. But so I was 16 and really God, I was sitting on my back porch one day just writing in my journal and I said, Lord, I just want to do something more for you. Not just inside the church, but there's something in me that I know I want to do outside the church. We're, we're told to go out, you know, right. not just 
worship you in the house, not just uh, serve the house of God, things like that, but go out and, and reach the lost and you know bring them And in. it's not because you're disgruntled. No. Or dissatisfied. Exactly. It's right. just, I want to reach yeah. the lost. Yeah. That's so good. That's in my father's heart. I mean, that's our whole ministry. Yes. Is we, we, we do things that we, we outreach in our city. Mm-hmm. One thing that I've lived by is uh, your light will shine furthest when it shines brightest at home. So good. And so, yeah. So anyway, so I was sitting on my back porch writing my journal and the Lord really put in my heart that I was supposed to do something for young women. And at that time frame, and even now, there's a lot of things for more older women. True. But there's really not a lot of things for younger girls. Yeah. And I said, okay, Lord, well, what do you want me to do? And he said, I want you to start an outreach for young women. And I don't want you to do it inside the church. I want you to host it outside of the church. Wow. I said, Okay. And I don't know, at that time, I didn't know how my parents would would understand that. And so I told them and I said, hey, Lord, really put on my heart to start an outreach, but some sort of like an organization outside of the ministry that the ministries are covering, but we're going to be doing it outside, holding the events outside the church. Mm. And they said, of course, 1000%. So my dad said, hey, I have this building somewhere located in Colleen, Texas, because that's where we're based. Mm -hmm. He said, I'll give it to you. You can just use it whenever you want. Beautiful, like it was an old church. He said, I'll let you use it. Maybe you could just host it there. It didn't look like a church or anything. And I said, okay. So we hosted our first event. And the way that I did it was I just opened an Instagram account and it, we named it Hershey Girls. So no, there is no reason why we named it Hershey Girls. There's no like, there's nothing you get this specific. Right. Um, I just wanted something. No. no, I just wanted something that it was going to be her or it was going to be she. One of my friends was like, why don't we just call it Hershey it's like, okay, let's take the Y off and just, so anyways. I love that. But uh, hosted our first event and we just, it was all through social media that we advertised it. Mm-hmm. We advertised it as just like a girls gathering, any girls that feel lonely or want friends or want to come and be empowered, things like that. They can mm-hmm. come to this event. And so we hosted it, not at the first location um, that my dad gave us. We hosted it at our church ranch. Okay. But no one knew that. Yeah. And so we had 300 girls show up. First one. This is all Colleen, Texas girls. Not church girls. No, none of them are church girls, except a few girls that are from the church that work alongside me that said, hey, I want to partner with that. We're going to go make this happen. Yeah. So we set up like this big, we had photo wall. We had our, I mean, a huge, I believe you were there the first one, actually. You came and stopped by. I came and stopped by. I was just thinking, I remember it was like... It was yeah. like excited nerves. Yes. Yes. Nothing but excited nerves. Excited nerves. And all these girls rush in. And that night we just talked about um, identity. We talked about kind of what the vision is of Hershey. And, and our motto and, and my heart for Hershey is to bring the hope and light yeah. and love I back love into that. every girl's life and in the corners of her life and every area of her life and to talk about identity. And mm. I've realized ever since we've started, because now we host Hershey events every other month. Okay. And we, we target identity. Yeah. If a girl knows who she is mm-hmm. and her worth, mm-hmm. it changes mm-hmm. her choices. It changes how she sees herself, obviously. And it changes how she goes about living her life. Wow. And so, okay, so if a girl knows her mm-hmm. identity right. and her worth, it changes her choices. It changes everything. It's because you so don't, powerful. You don't settle you don't in settle. any area yeah. because you know, well, I'm worth more than that. Mm-hmm. God's called me more. God's called me to be more. I've been through th- things in my life and mm-hmm. being a pastor's kid really, does, it doesn't change anything. No. Um, it doesn't it, inoculate you no. from everything Mm-mm. 
that people have thrown at no, them. No, yeah. not at all. And being a pastor's kid, really, it, you're just placed on a platform that you're able to, if you choose to, you're able to reach people. You're able to help build. And that's always been something that I've wanted to use is use it as an advantage of, wow, God, you've given me this opportunity yeah. for good. Yeah. Not for myself, but for good and to reach your people. And so anyways, I, I just knew that if we could get girls to know who they are, realize who they are at a young age, then it, it would affect their choices when they grow up. Mm-hmm. So maybe if I could help them understand at a young age who they are, mm-hmm. understand that we're all going through things, mm-hmm. understand that we're in this together, yeah. and, and God's called us to be higher and rise higher and live higher at our age now, maybe the things that they would have dealt with mm-hmm. later on in life, maybe we can change that. Maybe wow. it doesn't have to go that way. Because, I mean, my mom, we've done women's conferences forever. Yeah. I grew up helping her put on women's conferences. Mm-hmm. And I just felt in my heart, Lord, if I can help the younger them mm-hmm. not be where they are now. Right. Get them earlier. Get them earlier. Yep. We can really, really make a difference mm-hmm. in, in their lives. So we started hosting it, every, and every time we had a Hershey event, it would grow. It would grow. Sometimes we'd have 80 girls come, and mm-hmm. it's not about the numbers. Right. But it, some 80 girls, sometimes we'd have 300 girls, but every crowd was different. Really? We would never have the same girls come. Mm-hmm. They would come like the next month. Yeah. But every Hershey event, we'd have brand new girls. And so we're hosting these events, and some parents started showing up to them, like, what is this? Mm-hmm. What is this Hershey girls you know, girls group in Killeen, Texas. And so I would come out and talk to them and say, well, we're just a girls group. We just want to empower your daughters. We want to raise them up. And we don't want to do anything else other than help them understand who they are. Mm-hmm. So I remember I had one time a, a father come in who is a Muslim. And he said, I, I just want to make sure this is not a Christian event. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, I'm going to be honest with you. You know, I'm born and raised in the church, and I love God. Mm-hmm. I said, but I'm not ever going to press or push God on your daughter. I'm mm-hmm. just here to empower her as a woman. Yeah. He said, okay, that's fine. So he's, he let her come. And okay. slightly and slowly in, in messages that I would bring or our girls would bring, different ones, we would, we would say, this is what I've been through, and this is how I've gotten out of it, or this is how I walk through it. So girls would ask questions like, well, how are you facing boys? Mm-hmm. Well, there's no... I mean, you face boys. You face the <laughs> temptation of liking boys and things like that. But right. this is how we need to do it. This yeah. is the good way it's to do it. You know, so things good. like that. And so long story short, it just kept progressing. Well, then last year, the Lord put in my heart, actually the beginning of the year, to do a girls' conference. Mm-hmm. And I was so excited when he gave me that vision because mm-hmm. I, I, I love conferences. The right. way that it rallies people, the way that it brings us all together. And we just have a few days of just intense, yeah. you know, words, intense, wor- intense worship, intense just empowering. And so we hosted our first Hershey Girls Conference. And we had over 400 girls show up to oh, the conference, which goodness. was a huge deal for us. Sure, These girls were hungry. Really? All of these girls that came were non-church girls. Now, I know just enough about this that just to help paint the picture, these are girls non-churched, but a lot of these girls are coming from some intensely Mm -hmm. painful, debilitating walks of life. Yes. Right? Like serious cases. Because parents 
some parents or even foster homes, mm-hmm. um, different organizations, they won't allow their girls to go to church. Mm-hmm. They right. won't allow them to do that. But for some reason, they can come. They can come to Hershey. So you've got girls on your hands that are dealing with like, I've been sexually abused. I've been raped. Yes. I gave birth to a baby last year. Yes. We have girls that we were just recently approved this past year that there's an organization that they take in sex trafficked young girls, victims of it. And you have to be approved Mm -hmm. to invite them to anything or if they're allowed to go anywhere. Well, they heard about us doing this and because they couldn't at that time send their girls to church, they got approved to send them to Hershey. Oh my word, Michaela. So they came to Hershey conference and they all, you know, met the Lord and things like that. And I mean, it's not just, and the beauty of it is every girl is invited to come. It's church girls. It's sure. You want to say church girls. It's just every girl. It's open every, every girl. girl, but down to the girl who doesn't know who she is down to the girl who, who uh, feels beautiful and has that confidence and just wants to know how to unwrap her purpose Yeah. down to the girl who's been through a huge tragedy of a life yeah. every day facing a tragedy. We just want to help them have a relationship with God yeah, and, and, and discover again their identity. Hershey Conference, once we, of course, we had been doing our events, but Hershey Conference shifted us in a way last year mm-hmm. that we want to focus more on doing two to three day events that are full on teachings for young women about purity, about overcoming just anything, how to handle finances, how to handle school, mm-hmm. how to handle just being set free from, you know, any type of addiction, things mm-hmm. like that. So anyways, it changed the it changed everything for so us. So is one of the reasons that you you guys knew, okay, strategy wise, we need to move to these two to three day events longer yeah. because you saw such spiritual transformation. Yes. When you have yeah. them for longer periods of time. Yes. I would think. Yes. So because I, I, I really felt that if I focus on making a three day huge impact on their lives. Yeah. Then we can build a system that is monthly or weekly in the right. city right. that different groups and, and teams, if you would, can host mm-hmm. out in the city in Barnes & Noble or somewhere so public great. where they see all these girls rallying together. Mm-hmm. And then they, they focus on building on the foundation that they set during Hershey Conference. I love it. And that we, then we'd all rally again. So my dream is to, is to do two conferences a year. Yeah. So in the beginning of the year and then the end of the year. It's so good. And that way we rally in all between there. I Two things I want to ask you about connected to that last event you did. And then I want you to share this amazing vision for 2020 this yeah. year of what God put in your heart for Hershey. But let's just cut to brass tacks. Mm-hmm. So you get this in your heart. We're supposed to do a conference now. Yeah. Your parents did not hand you a blank check. No. From the church and say, well, go, no. go, baby, go. And whatever you need, here's Mm-mm. the money. Mm-hmm. So you had to step out with your team yeah. and believe God for this. But do I have this right that you, I mean, you guys went for it and you had some crazy sponsors. Yes. Like, was it H&M or Forever 21? Yes. So first, I mean, the church, Destiny, sponsored us mega yes. and, and all I knew the they whole were time. A huge part. But we had H&M. We had Victoria's Secret. We had Pandora Jewelry. We had, I mean, I, mean, I wish I would have brought my thing. Yeah, we had, I mean, over 20 mega huge sponsors that 
sponsored us and gave us things, gave us finances yeah. to help put on the Hershey Girls Conference. To do this. So I think this is so, this is a key point for our listeners mm-hmm. because they're hearing this going, oh man, this is amazing, but mm-hmm. you know, but you you still had to walk that out by faith, but because you did, because you said yes, and you started moving toward it, God brought you help that was even help coming out of non-traditional church sources. Mm -hmm. I mean, when you have a company like H&M who is giving you money to put identity in who God made them to be in them. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you just said that to somebody, they would say, there's no way. That doesn't go down that way. Mm -hmm. But it did go down that way. So when you step out on what God's put in your heart, and I think this is the key, and this is what I love, even when it's out of mm-hmm. the box, even when it's out of the box for everything you've known, because yeah. you knew church world, mm-hmm. but when you stepped out, provision was waiting yeah. for the plan. So that was the one thing. Then the second thing, talk a little bit about this, because what I'm hearing from you is that when you get these girls in there that what is so powerful and where they're getting glimpses of Jesus Mm -hmm. is when you all share your stories yeah and you like you said we Mm -hmm. just got up and said I was facing this Mm -hmm. and I'm not shoving God down your throat but this is how I yeah got through it I know was it last year you had Taylor Madu yes who's a good friend of this podcast Mm -hmm. And she's been on, but didn't she come and share her story? She did. She came. So last year, I'm sorry, was our second year. The first year Taylor came. Okay. And she really set it off for us. Um, She shared her story. And our girls responded in such a way. There was not a dry eye in the room uh, wow. whatsoever, but they all left with, if she can do it, I can do it. Yeah. And uh, so many girls feel alone. And that's the way the enemy works. And we know that, that he isolates. He yes. wants to make you feel you're isolated. So true. And if he can get you feeling isolated and keep you quiet, mm-hmm. then you'll you'll never tap into your destiny and your full potential. And yeah. so these girls who were there, we're just making them aware. Yeah. Hey, you're not alone. Yeah. And I mean it's it's changed. We had a girl who was fifteen years old at the event last year. She uh, came up to me and, and she said, uh, I just do you have a second, can I share something with you? And I was like, Yeah. And uh, she said, Well, you know, I'm not, I've never been to church. This is my first time coming. I had a friend just drop me off. They said there was some event going on in Colleen for girls. And I thought it was just a big party or a rave or something. And she's like, so I came and she was like, but I, I, I have to share something with you. And I said, okay. She says, so, um, a couple of years ago I was raped by my uncle and oh I got pregnant God. with his baby. Oh my God. And I ended up having to have the baby mm-hmm. and my whole family, first of all, disowned me. For being raped and having a baby of my uncle's. And she's telling me And she's this. telling me this and she's bawling and she's insane. So I had to have the baby. I was completely on my own. My friends helped me have the baby. She's like, I'm in massive debt with the hospital because of everything that I had to, you know, giving birth and everything. And she said, and then I chose to give the baby up. And she said, only my close friends knew this and my uncle knew. And of course my family, she said, but I, I felt completely disgusted of myself. And she's like, and I'm 15, and I, what is, like, there's a God who would allow this to happen to me? Mm. And, I mean, and and she's like, so I came to Hershey Conference, just stumbled on it. Mm -hmm. And when I heard stories and when I heard different people's testimonies, she said, I realize that I, 
I'm supposed to share my story of that may have happened to me, but that's not who I am. And because that happened to me, because there are things in the world that happen that are out of my control, Mm -hmm. that doesn't mean that I don't have a purpose, that I can't go redeem, that I can't go and, 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 and share the restoration that God, you know. So she, I mean, she had a radical encounter with God, and she's, she's speaking from a place of like, wow, I'm shown that I'm, I'm here for a reason and that God does love me, and he didn't do that to me. Yeah. It, he, wasn't a, he wasn't trying to hurt me or didn't love me, but he, he wants to restore me and heal me and, and take me down a path of restoration. And So we've had different crazy oh stories like that, that it, it just... So, Michaela, it sounds like there's something on this generation that, like, what you're running with with Hershey, it, there's healing taking place, there's restoration taking place, but somehow, Michaela, they are coming out of that mm-hmm. equipped to go change somebody else's life yeah, and seeing themselves like you. Mm-hmm. They are leaving going, I ha- I could go help people get out of the mess I was in. Yeah. I mean, we have some adults living that have been, you know, God set them free 20, 30, 40 years ago, mm-hmm. and they still maybe haven't really taken ownership of, now I am a minister of restoration. I have restoration to give. These girls are getting it, and on the other side, they're like, I got people to go set free. They're so bold. What in the world? They're so we And the generation that, I mean, that we're in and that is here now is they are effortlessly bold and firecrackers just in of itself. Like, yeah. They're so... It's like innately in Yes. I believe 1,000% with everything in my being that that is a God-given thing. Yeah, I do too. But that if they don't understand why they have it and why they're that way, uh-huh. then it's just steered towards non-good things. Right. And it's used more for the world right. and used for um, more negative than it is good. Right. But if we can steer them in a way, hey, you are this lioness. You yeah. are this bold. You are, you know, your opinion matters. Mm-hmm. You know, your um, ideas are important. You know, mm-hmm. that is, and how to walk through that and how to give that to the world and mm-hmm. how to, you know, steward that then it will really make a huge impact on right. the world in a good way. Yeah. And not just feel the fires that are already burning. It's true. That everyone's just, yeah. you know, soaking yeah. in. Especially in high school and, and middle schools. Because oh. our ages that we range from is 13 to 25. So we focus solely on those ages. Okay. This year I, I kind of changed it to 11 to 25 because middle schools yeah. are becoming way worse than high schools true. when it comes to what they're facing, the it's things true. that they're being shown, mm-hmm. the things that um, they're being taught mm-hmm. about already in middle school. At home, they're not being it's not being broken down what this is and what this means. And so they're taking it and they're, oh, I want to experiment. Right. I want to know what this is. Yeah. And, and that's happening at 11. It's happening at 11. Yeah. That's... That's just crazy. So we'll keep going younger mm-hmm. until, I mean, if we have to do it, <laughs> yeah, you know, we'll they're five it. years old, whatever the case is, but yeah. it's it's going younger. And we're, we're, we're just relentlessly running at the fact that we're, we're, we'll go however young we need to go with Hershey to help grab them. Yeah. And help. Was it difficult for you the first time you did it to get up on that stage and not just host that event, but share your story. Yeah. Was that hard to do? 
it was hard to to share it all together in one, like trying to wrap everything. Yes. If that makes sense. Yes. To make it all come together in one. Yeah. But um, I have such a passion inside of me to share if it's going to help somebody else. Right. My dad's story yeah. of, uh, you know, he was a drug addict and, and things like that. And my dad has always taught and taught mm-hmm. me mm-hmm. and our family that we share things, even if it makes us uncomfortable. Because if it helps one, yeah, you do. And that's it. all that matters. Yeah. So I, I've had that inside of me. And yeah, there are some so things that are more, I probably won't share in the magnitude from the pulpit, but I share intimately with the girls right. to help specific ones that may be facing certain things. Yeah. But it's it's worth it. Oh, it's yeah. so worth it, especially when you hear the reports of your of my yes mm-hmm. that's helping their yes. It's yeah. not about Michaela, but it's about my yes. Right. And if I can get them to say yes, and they can help more say yes, and then yeah. they'll bring their girlfriends, and then they'll say yes, and now they're living a life of yes it's at 12 so years old. Yeah. Doesn't mean it's going to change what they face. It's just going to change how they face it. Yeah. It's, it's so, so powerful. It. There's something, and that's what I love about what you're doing, is the, this, the sharing of the stories yeah. and what God has done through your lives. And I... I applaud you, and I've been just so proud of you watching you just in so many ways throw caution to the wind and just go, look, if I have a piece that will help you, I, I then here it is, you know? And it reminds me of, like, I mean, we call them stories. You could call it your testimony. Yeah. But that word testimony, the original word, the definition of it, literally just means do do it again yeah which means every time you tell your story it obligates mm-hmm. god to do it again yeah and i remember a man of god that was tremendous in my family for years he would always say remember the power is in the telling mm. and every time you tell it it obligates god to release that power that's what's that's the dynamic right. that's the force that's happening right. through hershey mm-hmm. is Every time you all get up in these different ones, yeah. all that power is in that room, mm-hmm. and God's just doing it again. Yeah. So here we are, the beginning of a brand new year. I know you have big things in store, but it's like God's taking this to yeah. the next level. Tell us about yeah. that. This past year, I got to go. The Lord put on my heart to go to Thailand. You know, I've been on mission trips in my whole life. Mm-hmm. You um, went with me. I went with you several times. Yes. Amazing. You were a trooper. <laughs> And he really put on my heart to go. And, you know, I have uh, friends, we have ministry friends who are over there. And yeah. and so he really put on my heart to go and visit everything that we had been doing with Thailand and partnering with different organizations in Thailand. And so I told my parents that, hey, I have to go. It's mm-hmm. in my heart. You know, can I have permission to go? And they're like, well, we're going to pray about it because this is the first trip I would do by myself. Right. And it's a long way. Um, it's a long way, especially yeah. to a nation and a, and a place that we had never been before. Mm-hmm. So anyways, they got confirmation and they said, yes, go. You know, mm-hmm. he's God spoke to us too. So I went, went there and got to meet so many beautiful people. Yeah. Different orphanages filled with young girls, Ugh. filled with just uh, radiant youth just hungry for God, but so happy and content Mm -hmm. with what they have. And they're living in an orphanage. They're living on a small bunk bed, but they are so happy and full. So anyways, we were there for 21 days, the time of my life. And God spoke in, you know, amazing, intimate ways, but just the whole nation there, I just fell in love with it. And so towards the end of my trip, I asked God, I said, God, 
you know, I, at the beginning of the trip, of course, I said, Lord, you know, tell me what I'm here for, you know, and mm-hmm. he just had had me do different assignments, even throughout the journey of just seeing Thailand and being able to, to share Jesus with different people and different um, tribes and things like that. But at the end of my trip, I said, Lord, you never really answered my question. Why did I come to Thailand? What am I here for? Hmm. And, and he said, well, question. this is part of your call. Whoa. And I said, I'm a missionary. I love missionaries. Right. I believe, I mean, I love the work of a missionary, but I love my church. Mm-hmm. I love my city. Mm-hmm. I love Texas. Mm-hmm. I'm a full-blown Texas girl. I mm-hmm. love to travel, but I love to come home. Right. Lord, please. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be a missionary. Yeah. And he said, no, but you're called to the mission field and you're co- this is part of your call. Mm. And I said, okay. And he was, and he just began to literally, we're driving back. Uh, we were in uh, May Sot, Thailand. We were driving to Chiang Mai. It's about a six hour drive. Mm-hmm. And he just begins to unravel my mind with everyone we got to meet, the connections that and the favor that he showed the whole trip of meeting certain people. Mm. He said, uh, we're going to do a Hershey conference here. In Thailand. In Thailand for all these girls. Different orphanages that had hundreds of girls in them we met and then one a specific place was all sex trafficked children that had been through you know all of those things and the lord really put on my heart we're going to do so with our church we're going to do mission trips there and of course mission trips within our church but for her she specifically he said you're going to do a girls conference here Mm -hmm. and i was like okay when are we doing it yeah we're ready to do it you know get home Told my family, told uh, my uh, the Hershey leadership team and our, our group, and said, "Hey, we're going to be doing this. Yeah. We're going to be doing Hershey Girls Thailand. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, we're doing it. Mm-hmm. It's too easy to make happen." Right. And so a friend of mine who I was there visiting, they came and they visited a few months ago, and he said, "Hey, we're ready to do Hershey Girls Thailand. Yeah. I have the orphanages. I have the girls. You tell me what you need. We'll make it happen. Hundreds of Thai girls that." We're just going to do a girls' conference for them. And they're all under the ages of 24. Oh, my word. So, I mean, it ignited something again. And and, and so we're going to be doing our Hershey Girls Conference in July here in the States at our church. Okay. But then in August, we're hosting our first ever, taking about 12 of my team, and we're going to put on Hershey Girls Conference for all of these orphanage girls. Any girls that want to come that aren't just in orphanages, but we're going to be doing literally the same conference we do in the states we're just Mm going to mimic that and do it there for the thai girls this is just absolutely incredible yeah and the footprint that you've had in thailand with the ministry there Mm. and all that destiny has sown over there it's such a natural progression yeah but i mean this is no easy feat i mean when you say conference because even aesthetically, the one you do in the States is no joke. Mm-hmm. I mean, you guys go all out to yes. make it This past incredible. year, we had over 700 girls for our conference, just in Colleen. And these are all not church girls. These are all now, girls from our city. Is this the one where you had the Ferris wheel? Yes, we did. That was amazing. We had a Ferris wheel this past time. But and the thing about that, because I remember when yeah. we did Grenada, and you yeah. were a part of that, the Nationwide Women's Conference in Grenada... And we knew we had to do it five-star first class. Yes. All those things like that, the Ferris wheel that you did, those are the nets that pull in people that need what's going on in that conference because they don't know to be hungry for right. God. Mm-hmm. But if I got to spend money to yeah. put a Ferris wheel in the parking lot to get them in the seat while I tell a story about mm-hmm. restoration from the yeah. Lord, 
then bring on the Ferris wheel. Yeah. And I love, and I know that that's been instilled in you from your parents, but so when you talk about doing this in Thailand, this is not like, well, let's just pitch a tent and like, you're going to bring it. We're going to do it in excellence. Yeah. Girls need to be swept off their feet. Come that on. is God's heart for that all is, of us And girls. that's his kingdom. It is. And that, yeah, that is the kingdom. And for even Hershey Conference overall, we're supposed to be attracting. Yes. We're not supposed to be religious. We're not supposed nope. to be like, you can't wear that to this comp. No. no. We're just attracting them to get here. Yes. So, and we also got it. And the word of God even tells us, speak to them in a language that they understand. That's good. I can't just talk so high and mighty right. to these girls. I have to get on their level. Right. That's what Jesus would do. He'd get down. Yes, he and would. And he would speak to them in a language that they could understand. He, yeah. used, he would use stories. He would yes. use different... To, to grasp them. And so for us, a Ferris wheel. A lot yeah. of these girls, you know, if they go to the carnival in our city, right. they can't afford to get on a Ferris wheel. They just look at it and they dream about having just that moment right. of fun of riding Ferris wheel. Yeah. So we provided the Ferris wheel. We had sponsors, mm-hmm. uh, even from Orlando, that heard about what we were doing and they paid for the whole Ferris wow. wheel for us. And what these cool girls seed. went crazy. I bet they did. And our parking lot was filled. It, and it was lit up. It was lit night. up. Yeah. We had food trucks. It We, we kind of wanted it to be uh, like Coachella, that thing they do in yeah. LA. We want to base it kind of in a different way, of course, but kind of we want it to have that feel and that fun because girls love to have fun together. And everybody and knows and about eat. Coachella. Everyone knows about it. And yeah. so we named it Herchella. <laughs> So, so we awesome. called it that, and it was amazing. So we just want to do whatever we can for yeah, Thailand. Yeah, I'm gonna go over there uh, soon, and then you know, Good. just to get everything ready and figure out. Maybe we can't do a Ferris wheel in Thailand, but yeah. what can we do yeah. here yeah. that would really? I mean, yeah, these girls would go crazy over to have I that experience. It. We want to make that happen for them. I love it, Michaela. No doubt there are people listening right now of all ages but especially maybe some that are like, I just thought I had to wait to get to a certain age before I could do something significant. And so all ages, but especially those younger ones, I just feel in my heart like the light bulbs are just coming on. Like, oh, wait a second. Mm -hmm. And it all started with you sitting on your back porch Mm -hmm. And God just dropping this spark of something in your heart. Yeah. But then you did something with that. I feel Mm -hmm. like there's a lot of people out there, and maybe they're already believers, like they're church people that are like, I just, I don't know if maybe what God's put in me just happens in the church. I want to reach my city. Yeah. I want to reach people, and, and maybe I'm just now ready to go, God, what does that look like for me? Yeah. And I believe that what you're walking out and still walking out right now is inspiring so many people who are called to do something similar in their own place. Yeah. You know, whatever that looks like, but you have to start somewhere. You do. And just reach out to them. So I want to ask you, I want us to just pray. Yeah. And I want to ask you to pray for those people. Okay. That have maybe a dream seed that needs to be paid attention to. Yeah. Of something that they can do. And then on the other side of that prayer, we're going to give people a way to get connected. Okay. With what you're doing. But would you just pray? Yes. 
Lord, I thank you right now, Father, for every single person listening that have had the opportunity to listen to this podcast. And Lord, I just thank you for every heart, Lord, that is hungry to do more for your kingdom. And Lord, I thank you that right now that we don't just get caught up in the dream or the idea of what you've called us to, but Father, help us to know what everyday yes looks like, what every moment working towards the call and purpose and dream that you've placed in our lives, in our hearts, that Father, you would help us have the clarity to know how to walk that out. Lord, I thank you that it's easy for us to sacrifice for you because God, the reward of the sacrifice that we do for you is so rewarding. Father, I thank you right now that again, you're bringing clarity and Lord, you're bringing fresh ideas and insight and confirmation as to what it is that we are called to do specifically. Lord, we thank you that you're an intentional God and there's nothing that you do by accident. But Father, everything that you do is intentional. And Lord, I just thank you again that that, that the dream and the idea and the passion that is burning inside of, of the hearts of those listening, that Lord you just begin to ignite it even more. Even as they sleep, even as they have moments of driving and they're just dreaming, Holy Spirit, that you help them to write it down, to to write the vision down, make it plain, and just speak over it every day. And Lord, I thank you that you're sending people their way to help them make it happen. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you. This is amazing. I am just so proud of you. And sometimes I'll say that to people and I go, I don't really have a right to say that because I haven't known you long, but with you, I mean, just watching you step by step. You've had an impact on my life. I mean, ever since before I started. So the fact that you're saying this about me, if it wasn't for your impartation, your times of taking me to get coffee, your times of pouring into me, I would not be doing it. Girl, I have loved every second, every second. And and just so proud of all the the hard decisions that you had to make and opportunities to go, you know what, just forget it. But you, you did it, and you stayed true to who you are. And you have not ridden on, you have not ridden on your family and not made those decisions on your own. Because mm-hmm. if you had, you wouldn't have made it this far. Right. But you carved out your own ear to hear the Lord. Yeah. And you've carved out your own relationship with God. And when you hit a wall, you partnered with him to get over it. Right. And I just stand in agreement with you, Michaela, for everything that you're going to need to walk this out and the doors beyond, that it swiftly comes to Amen. you because it's harvest on seeds that you have sown. And the right people at the right time, even the ones that don't even know right now they need to be a part of it, Mm -hmm. that they'll hear about it and something will jump in their heart and say, I got to, I got to help. What does that girl need? Thank you. And it's just exciting. It's going to be a great year Amen. and awesome years to come. So I want to give people a way to connect and listeners. There's some ways you can be a part of this. If you want to be a part of reaching a mass group of girls on the other side of the world in Thailand sow a seed in this. Mm -hmm. I don't care if it's $15 Mm -hmm. or $1,500, but get in on this. I know that I want to be a part of this, but I believe people are hearing this going, I just got to help see this 
get wings and go. So I know we talked about this a little bit before, mm-hmm. but what's the easiest way, first of all, if people want to sow a seed toward the Hershey Conference in Thailand, how can yes, they do so that? Yes, so what they can do is um, we have a HersheyGirls.com website, okay. but the, the easiest way for them to sow into uh, this dream is to go to DestinyWOC.com, okay. and you can click at the giving Yep. And once you click at the giving, there will be options, and you can donate and contribute to Hershey Girls. Okay. And that, everything coming in right now is going straight towards Thailand. Okay, so good. So we're just preparing for that. So destinywoc.com. Mm-hmm. Go to the give link, yes. and then when you put in your amount, just put in that bottom There will be line. options of what you can give towards, and okay. Hershey Girls is right there. Hershey Girls, so you can give that way. And then what's the Hershey Girls website? HersheyGirls.com, and then our Instagram and Facebook is HersheyGirls, at HersheyGirls. Okay, so if you want to just see visuals of everything you've heard us talking about, go there and check it out. And then, Michaela, how can people connect with you? Just Michaela Rowe, M-A-C-A-Y-L-A. Okay, so you're on Instagram and (laughs) all the socials, and they can find you on there Mm -hmm. and even go back and see more pics and stuff from past events. We're going to be posting. I'm going to be posting. Just, It's amazing to see every little detail. So, yeah, we love everyone to be on the journey with us. I just love it. Well, I love you. I I love love your family. Everybody knows that have been listening to this podcast for any amount of time (laughs) that we are not only friends, but Destiny is my home church. And I love my home church. In fact, we are here for a great conference yes, we this are. Week. And so it's been a lot of fun. So thanks, everybody, for listening. Michaela, thanks for being Thank on the you. podcast. And listen, no doubt you have been hearing this. I know it's inspired you. But I would think, too, maybe you've got a girlfriend or somebody that you're just like, they have got to hear this. So I want to encourage you, take a minute today and share the link to this podcast with them. It can be found on iTunes, on Spotify, on SoundCloud. Share it with them and just let this spark things in people's hearts. There's a reason why that person or persons came to your mind. So thanks again for listening, everybody. And we will see you back here next time. Have a great week. Bye-bye.